Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome back to the... Oh, wait a minute. That ain't my job. Let me bring on the real host, the actual creator, the founder of this podcast, my boy, my close personal friend, Mr. H. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. Let's gather around. Let's gather around. Let's talk. Let's listen. Hey, look, if you're on your way to work right now and you're listening to this podcast at the moment, say a little prayer because it's probably a motherfucker on the job right now that's about to piss you off. So don't let him steal your shot, okay? Cool. Now, if you're at home, grab some food, grab yourself a drink, rather some beer, some brown, some Hennessy, some Tito's, whatever you want to call it, whatever you drink, whatever your forte is, get it together, get some wings, get me some lemon pepper, 10 piece, and let's chop it up and let's talk. Mr. H is here. Let's chat. Best friends, BI peeps, and all others who are listening. Welcome back to the Club BBC Not What You Think podcast. Your favorite host is in the building, Mr. H, and he has bought a very dear, close friend of mine. She is like family. Aww, Lady. Red. Ladies and gents, VIP peeps, please welcome Miss B to the podcast. Hey, everybody. Hey. She is very happy to be she here. She is a tough one to get on this podcast because we both have busy schedules, obviously. Um, you all the way out in the A. I'm all the way down here in the O, you know. In the O. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what the hell the logos call it for the old town. I don't know. I, who knows? Who knows? So y'all gonna be doing like a little bit of a part two of to the um, of uh, the first part, first episode that um, I did in regards to online dating. So what sparked this topic again? Obviously, this is coming from a. First of all, let me ask you something. Are you offended by the word female? Like when I refer to women as females. Um, I'd prefer you not to use it, but it doesn't offend me, though. So you can say it. It's fine. If you don't mind me asking, because, like, um, I asked because um, I did one podcast um, back in Gatlinburg with some of my friends, and one of my friends was, was saying, like, could you, like, use woman instead of female? Because, like, the way we use it. I Like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get it, but it's, like... I, it, the almost kind of, like, respect thing. Yeah. So it's like a female what? You could be talking about a female anything. Like you, like I'm a woman, I'm a human being, I'm a person. Yeah. Um, and I'm standing in that. Some people just prefer to be called women. But I, I, I understand that a lot of people, coming from my standpoint, I understand that a lot of people don't mean it the way that they that it necessarily comes across yeah. so i don't have a, i don't necessarily have that big of an issue with it yeah and i'll tell you why i use female a lot i use female a lot because to me it's it's i guess maybe sorry in the sense of use of satire but i don't like referring to women as bitches unless it presents the opportunity to like say like this woman is a bitch or this bitch is crazy but I rather use female just kind of as a generalization, but you know, I'll, but I'll take, but you know me, I like to, but, but it's like, it's, but, it's similar to like when guys don't like to be called boy, but they prefer to be called men. Like, no, I'm a man. I'm a, that's what I am. I it's, it's a respect thing. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Especially the old boy thing. I never like being called boy or, or yeah. nigga, which is why I don't like using on this podcast. Um, um, even though I did allow one of my friends to use it, but we were like so drunk and all, like, I was like, man, fuck it, just let it, <laughs> let, let it out. be. <laughs> let of course, it be. I already know how. Yeah, it is. man, shit, that was a good time. That was a good time. Anyway, so let's get into the topic, y'all. So it's uh, back in the online days. So um, I was on Twitter. This was like damn near a month ago. I was on Twitter, and B had uh, retweeted something uh, from somebody, and it said. Um, no, actually, it was my tweet. Oh, it was your tweet. Yes, it was something I had been. My friend and I were on Tinder at the time. Yeah. Um, like actively at that moment, and a dude said what the tweet said to her, and she and I ended up in a conversation about it. And she, I had more of a problem with it than she did because I was somebody who had heard it a lot. Same here. So you. Can... Same here, and um, the tweet was, "Someone tell me why." Actually, no, it's your tweet. You say it. <laughs> oh, I don't. It, it said, 
someone tell me why or why is it okay for guys to ask, or why do guys ask girls why are you single something must be wrong with you like why why do people think that that's an effective pickup line or that that's something that I should be flattered by I'm not gonna lie I'll give I'll give it to you from my perspective so um I've, I've been guilty of using that line before uh, I actually use it when I asked this one girl on a date um, I mentioned this in one of my podcasts a couple weeks ago um I think I told you about her too but um I think I asked I don't know if I I, I didn't really use it as a way of as a pickup line I kind of just like asked like in general like like girl you so fine like you like her personality just seems like you know it's so great and everything but obviously when you meet people usually you kind of meet the representative especially in a public setting and you don't really hang yes, out with I them agree with that. so I agree so with yeah that. so i get that so i'm trying to like stop using that that question as like or that statement saying damn something must be wrong with you like how the hell is your ass single so it's like i also got offended when people ask me like why i'm single and i and they ask me because of the type of person i am but mm-hmm. it's like if you know you a catch you know you a rare breed like I was referred to as a unicorn a couple weeks ago like I thought that was pretty weird but whatever that has a that has a very specific meaning in some sense. yeah I know I was, I was like wait what you mean a unicorn I don't roll like that uh, but um, but she but she explained it she's like yeah you, you like you like one of the rare ones that is left like you don't have no kids like you don't really have like a lot of drama you just you work hard like you you treat people with respect you don't really do anything to anybody like you're just a nat- like you a natural catch basically and i'm like yeah that's a big reason why i'm single because i don't want nobody i don't want a woman who can't recognize that and waste my damn time you don't want to settle exactly i'm not trying to settle i'd rather be happy at the end of the day for a long period of time even if it's for the rest of my life and be right. like no lie i'm even considering like not having kids Listen, that's been a whole thing on my mind lately. Yeah, so bro. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Like, I can't, I, it's one of those things, like, I can totally see myself being a parent, but, like, if I don't have kids, I don't think I'll be, I'm not upset. Yeah. Like, I won't be hurt that I didn't have kids. I, don't I mean, and it's for a number of reasons. And obviously, this is a little off topic, but that's the beauty of a podcast, y'all. But, um, I don't want to, like, I don't know if I want to bring a child. That's not already on this earth now. So adoption, if that was considered as an option. Mm-hmm. I don't want to bring a child of my own from my own fruits of my loins <laughs> into <laughs> this world knowing how crazy this knowing how crazy it's getting right now. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair and that's true. And that's a choice that you gotta make. And I think that's a fair question to ask yourself. Like, do I wanna put a child through this? Do I wanna put myself through the the like the stress and the turmoil of trying to raise a child in this environment. For real, because it's too, like, I, yeah, I it's too it. much, man. It's too much, especially when they have so much access to the stuff, man. Yes, and then it's just like, and then for me, it's just on a on a regular level. Like, can my heart take that? Like, I just don't even. I feel like I'm too sensitive to have a kid because I'd be like losing my mind every day. Every time they leave the house, I'd be for real, straight up, man. Especially with the shit that I see in Florida. Okay, parents yeah. being so careless over at Disney and stuff where I work at. Yeah, wow. man. It's, it's, it's pretty sad to look at. It's pretty sad to look at, but yeah. Plus, I ain't got no patience for kids right now, so. <laughs> but shout out to all my friends that do have patience for kids and all their beautiful I ain't kids. lying. I don't have enough patience for them because at the end of the day, I ain't got to take them home. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's true. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, like, hopefully by the end of this year, I'll come up and uh, make a trip up to the, um, Atlanta because I definitely want to go see uh, Nisha, uh, Nisha and Cam and their baby as well, too. Yeah, baby Eli. He was on like two podcasts, man. He's so cute. <laughs> like, oh my! I I looked at his picture for like thirty minutes. Like, wow, this kid is like really yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah, man. He was uh he was giving a lot of uh his own point of view in the um, in the sex episode that we had did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. I definitely. Oh uh, man, he was a trip. He was a trip. Yeah. Anyways, um, so. All right, so your perspective is you or your opinion as far as if a dude walks, ooh, excuse me, if a dude walks up to you 
and like says like that says that like how would you to me to me it's such an awkward it's such an awkward thing to say and ask what really am i supposed to say to them mm-hmm. yeah like what am i supposed to do just give you a random list of all the things that's wrong with me and this is why i'm single like no i just feel like that's just a really awkward question to ask it's kind of in, like intrusive a little bit and i understand on a level it's jokey mm-hmm. but it kind of when you don't know somebody's backstory particularly when it comes to relationships i think it can be it can be one of those questions where it can go really well or it can go really horribly depending on what that person's been through so i just feel like it's really awkward and i don't think like when dudes have said that to me like usually if it's on tinder i don't respond mm-hmm. or if it's in person i kind of like well you know me you know you know how my mouth is yeah. like i either say something slick or i'm like laughing at the dude like what like what's wrong with you like i'm single because i'm single like there's plenty of reasons why i'm single facts and, yeah. and yo i need y'all like keep in mind man especially for all for all of us that are single and stuff bro like just just be happy and be by yourself like i'll be honest with y'all like i do get lonely at times my mom asked me like at least once or twice a month reggie you ain't you ain't <laughs> dating nobody reggie you ain't date nobody. Yeah. All right, I can hear her. Mind. I ain't lying. <laughs> I'm like, well, no, not really. Like, I'm, I'm picky. <laughs> I'm, 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 no, I I'm like, it. I mean, it's, and it's like, I don't, I don't feel like I ask for a whole lot. But it's like nowadays for the things that we would want, especially when you raised, like, yo, I was raised like, my parents are like, my like, my mom is about to be sixty-one. My dad's about to be sixty next year. So, I had a lot of like the village that I was raised in. It was all old school so with me and I mean my house too I was raised by my yeah girl, so I exactly with me exactly so with us it's like we got such old souls in this modern world like it's not like that we can't adapt but you kind of can't help but I mean like there's like there's it's like your upbringing like you can't really like lose sight of that like I still keep my morals and everything intact as best as I can but I am still trying to find my own way in this world too. So I take my parents, I take my parents in the village that I grew up in, and try to apply it to everyday life. But I also want it to be done my way. So right now, I'm in the process of like taking risks, even when the odds are against me. I'm in the process of trying to be unapologetic for the things that I say. Um, and that's easy. That's way easier said than done. It is. Yeah, it really is. It really, really yeah. is. Like I, I've actually just had a situation recently, like where I had to, I, and I was. It's crazy because you don't realize how much you kind of. I guess for me, being raised by my grandparents, like they were very. They taught me always to be like, not kind, but like you know cordial so there's always been a there's always been a part of me that was like afraid to be unapologetic with certain things that I say particularly when it came to like relationships Mm. and like online dating so like I had a situation recently where I realized that I had been talking to this guy and I realized it wasn't really going like I realized that he liked me a little bit more than I liked him Mm. and we, we just weren't matching up and I saw that it was going at a pace that wasn't ideal. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to hurt this guy's feelings. But yeah. I was, like, deathly afraid of telling him the truth, of just telling him, like, yo, I'm not feeling it like that. Like, I really think we need to just be just friends. Yeah. And I had this whole thing where I was, like, I had my friends, like, giving me a pep talk. <laughs> All because... I was afraid to tell this guy really what was the truth Mm -hmm. just because I knew it was going to hurt his feelings. So like, but after I did it now, like I'm on a rampage, (laughs) not a rampage, but like, it's like once you're unapologetic that one first time, it kind of opens, it opens the door for you to like really turn it up. And really just be yourself. Like, yo, I'm aggressively, yo, like, bro, I'm listening to, I'm sorry. If you, if you go ahead, keep going. (laughs) 
you're listening. Yo, to so like, I've been listening to like, like I, I'm like really kicking myself for not listening to podcasts earlier. Like, I'm glad I caught it now at this age that I did late, like than I am. This big, big age. Yeah, bro, for real. Like, bro, I'm pushing 30. We both pushing 30. <laughs> we both pushing 30. And it's crazy because now it's like, if I discovered one podcast and now I can't, I cannot stop. Like, I've listened to probably about 10 different ones same, right now. Same, same. <laughs> like, and, like, and it's like, you know, once you catch up on them or you get to a good spot, it's really not as much as it seems like because you're it's what an hour of yes yeah. and everything doesn't get released on the same day no. and they're all different topics and you find out that you learn a lot of cool stuff in these podcasts yeah. and just hear a lot of really nice perspectives for real yeah i'm about to put shit we about to put y'all on we about to put y'all on to like a couple of different podcasts so i'm gonna tell y'all to do i'm pretty sure I, I know i said this in one of my podcasts like the dude who inspired me to do a podcast is uh, one of my favorite comedians. I've been following this dude for like two and a half years now. His name's Clint Coley. He actually opens up for um, D.L. Hughley, um, along with another comedian as well, too. So um, I think he's the act just before D.L. is about to come on. Um, but the dude is like, he's he's very raw. He's mad funny, but his, like the way his delivery is, it's mad aggressive. But he, he, I feel like he says it the way he said, like the way he's delivered, like, excuse me, like the way he delivers his jokes and the way he delivers his points, especially on his podcast. He ain't saying it to be funny, like you can tell he's like trying to be funny, but you can tell he's like being very serious, it's like he's speaking out of frustration. So it's like a lot right. of times, I mean, the name of the podcast is called Advice from a Fuckboy. I know that sounds it already sounds <laughs> fucked up, but like. Y'all really should hear like some of the conversations he be having, like with these women and men on there too. Like he, he has a mixture of people on yeah. there. Um, I think I've heard one or two, one or two. Episodes. Yeah, he'll have his best friend on there. He, he talks about a number of things. He's um, he's also um, um, he has like mental health issues. Yeah, he's bipolar, so um, oh. he's very open with that. And then there's been a few episodes where he's like been telling people like, if you got issues, like yo, talk to me, like. You know, he'll like give out his number. Like he has a separate phone for like his mm-hmm. listeners. So he like gives out the number. I can't remember. I can't tell you the number off the top of my head. But I feel like y'all should really listen to him, especially if you're in, um, even if you don't have like a serious mental health issue. Like anybody, everybody has like some sort of issue with their mental, rather it's severe or rather yeah. it's minor. Like we all, we all just need to be open with it, man. Holding it in and bottling it up, it ain't really good for you. Um, another one I really started listening to, and this is why I love Black Women, boy. <laughs> um, it's called um, "The Secret Lives of Black Women." Um, they are on a hiatus right now. Amazing podcast. I've been listening to that for a while. For real boy, these women have been like they definitely opened up my perspective as far as like you know they they talk about different things like being the black face in a white, in a predominantly white workplace, um, yep. sex. Um, a lot of different things, man, and like so, I definitely recommend that for Black women. Um, really, ev- really everybody. I feel like everybody really needs to listen to it because the shit that that they be saying, uh, like they'll tell you, like before they did this podcast, they were very, very reserved and private. Because it's like when Black women, because they also talk about like how when Black women express themselves, it comes off as angry or. Um, Help me out, baby. <laughs> when people are what? When people perceive like when uh, people uh, people who are not black, white people uh-huh, perceive black, black women, women like when black women are outspoken. Um, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, they automatically assume you're angry, like super, super. What's the word I'm looking for? Just bitchy, overreacting, yeah. over anything. They think you're condescending. I mean, I've definitely had I've definitely had moments like that at my, the job that I'm at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and that shit, that's just that shit sucks, bro. And yeah. it really does. Like, it's already hard enough being a woman in this whole in this world, especially in this country. But in this world, it's already hard enough being a woman. But being a black woman, bro, let's not even let's not even talk about that. Hell, being hell, being a black man is hard enough. But being a black woman in this country, let's not even talk about that. <laughs> That's a, that's a whole nother topic. That's a whole that's a whole other podcast. Really, that is a whole other podcast for real. It might be there's a few there's a few podcasts. Um, I, I'll say I guess I can 
I can talk about two that I really like right mm-hmm. now. Um, one, I really like a podcast. I actually need to catch up. I might be a few episodes behind, but it's called Therapy for Black Girls. Mm-hmm. I encourage um, I encourage Black men to listen to this too. It's really good. And it's really just about mental health specifically <laughs> regarding Black women. Um, they give tips on there. They talk about they talk about sometimes they talk about specific things sometimes they talk about more generalized things but it's really good i encourage anybody to listen to it um and then my other favorite podcast which is kind of out of character for me but also completely in character for me is a podcast called million dollars worth of game it's a it's technically a music podcast it's run by gilly the kid if you know who that is and his cousin wallow 267 and those guys are hilarious um, they have a few different segments on their show, but the main segment is called Million Dollars Worth of Game, where somebody from the hood will write in and they'll tell them whatever situation they're going through, and they'll ask for Gilly and Wallow to give them some game. And they always and they're always brutally honest, and they give the game. And you know, sometimes I agree with what they're saying, sometimes I don't. But I appreciate so much that they have such a strong perspective, and that they're not afraid to like voice it but are hilarious when they do it I just love it I love everything about that podcast so mm-hmm. I encourage anybody to listen to it um, but it is a little rough on the ears so you gotta be prepared for that stop being sensitive stop being a sensitive yes. America just stop you cannot be sensitive and listen to a million dollars worth of game and if you are maybe you need to listen to it so that real. stop being sensitive bro like you know what let me, just, let me just be honest with the president of the United States that we have right now there shouldn't be any reason why you're so fucking sensitive right now because if his ass can be that's, as that's raw bad. as he is on Twitter that's and bad. on like actual television we don't have we really don't have time, have time to be sensitive like we really need to like we gotta call it yeah just call right. a spade a spade call a heart a heart and just fucking voice your opinion man fuck what everybody else say he don't give a fuck and he the leader so let's follow his lead <laughs> <laughs> so let's follow his lead that man don't have no he really don't so why should you <laughs> exactly exactly so um and one more one more part um one more podcast i recommend um you listen you know who uh deval and uh Dead yes. ass. Yes. Yes. That is a good podcast. I love Deval and Pity. I love them. They're from New York. They're so, they're just uh I just love For them. For real. I love everything about them. I they are the best. I've been following them since forever. Because of course, because they're from New York. Mm-hmm. And man, I just love yeah, them. Man. I just really yeah, love man. I love everything about them. They just they remind me of like literally every friend that I've ever had in New York. Like they just have something in common with almost everybody I know, so mm. it's great. They're like family. To That's me. what's up. Even though I ha- I don't know. Yeah, them. man. And it, it's like you go. <laughs> it kind of makes it so easy to relate to them. But when you start hearing, like, because right. like obviously when you watch their videos, they're so funny, and you can tell that it's it's not really scripted, but you can tell that there is a lot of authenticity in that. But when they actually speak on this podcast, man, it's like yo, yeah. like these two really. Like they really are the example. <laughs> they they really are what? They, like like they're the example of what you need to. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know how they say everybody. Like, oh, couple goals, couple goals. It's like you no, you no, like you go by you go by from what you see, but when they actually have like discussions and they actually get into it legitimately on this on their podcast, they'll get into it. Yeah. So like. None of that shit scripted or anything like that. It's raw. Oh, that's the kind of energy I need in my life. I'm telling you, boy. Shit. What, hey, what was that shit you just put me on a couple months ago? Emotional intelligence. So to my future wifey, I need you to be emotionally intelligent with me. <laughs> I'm on brown right now, so that's why I'm acting. I, I, I mean, I heard the glass. Clinking. Yeah. I heard the ice clinking in the glass. Like, you good. Yeah. I am drinking beer though. Yeah. Also, what's what's on what beer? Beer, I can get you drink beer, man. Now, Reggie, now, now I'm joking. I'm drinking Heineken right now. Oh, okay. Okay. You're not a Heineken fan though. I I'll drink it, but not. I'm not the person to say like, yo, let me get a Heineken. Heineken's like, My- it's one of those days where it's like, eh, y'all don't really got nothing that I really have a taste for. Let me just get a Heineken. I'll just get a Heineken. Yeah, yeah I get it. I get it. I get it. So. We are 24 minutes in, completely off topic, but completely off topic. But you know, this is good. This is good. 
So, uh, all right. So you talking about dating on Tinder? So I've already I've yeah. already explained to my listeners as far as like what my perspective on dating uh, online dating, right. especially with particularly with Tinder. Um, Do you have any questions that you would want to ask the women that are on Tinder? Yeah. Why? Well, I don't know. I can't really. I don't want to ask this question because I feel like it's just women in Orlando. Uh oh! I just started laughing. because well because, well I've already mentioned in the first podcast that a lot of women they'll yeah. like they just know how to hold a fucking conversation. So it's like, okay, explain this to me. When uh-huh. you're going out in public and you see someone, like if you just or, or 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 I mean, even though this is even though this is kind of a different scenario, when you greet someone, you say, "Hey, how are you?" Right? Okay. Yeah. That's Why fair. is it that there's a Sometimes. lot of women out here? A lot, not every one of them, but a lot of them that say, don't just come in my inbox saying, hey, how are you? It's like, what do you want me to say? Because I feel like that's like the most neutral thing that you can say. And it can, I mean, obviously you can go through the bio, you can, you can go through pictures and stuff and you can say a compliment. General rule of thumb with girls, a good opener is if they Mm -hmm. have a bio, or even if they have an interesting picture up there, try to play off the bio mm. or the picture. Because when you, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily that they. So you're saying that you actually see this in the bio, like people put that in their bio, and don't say, "Hey, how are you?" Facts. Doing? Yes. Maybe. Well, so for that person, it's probably just really boring for them. They might just need you to engage with them more. Now, me personally, I'm probably I'm more likely. If I if I get on Tinder and I swipe three dudes, right, and I match with all three, and all three of them send me a message, I'm gonna respond to the guy who said something interesting before I respond to the guy that says, "Hey, how are you?" And that's not. I think she, I think that particular girl is probably just aggressive, like being a little rude. Well, it's, it's more than one now. And aggressively demanding what she wants, but like I don't know, I I understand why she would say that though because it gets it gets boring because it's like how am I supposed to weed out the dudes because honestly girls are going to get more matches than guys unfortunately because yeah. y'all are kind of easy like, yeah. 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 Like, y'all are easy so we get we have a lot of matches that we got to feel through I hate to say it like that but it's a numbers game you know I did for, you know if you want to stand out, don't say hey how I, you, because that's not interesting. I appreciate that because I, I I swear I didn't even think about that at all. Because just because you match, just yeah, just because you match with this one girl doesn't mean like you just automatic shoot in. Like it's a competition out here. Yeah, like okay, now you it, there's there's levels or there's steps to it, unfortunately, mm. and it's not it's not something personal. And I know, and that's something that I notice a lot of guys are like, well, don't swipe me if you're not going to talk, la 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 la, and it's like. I understand that, but under but please understand that there's like six or seven other dudes who are also trying to talk to me off this same swipe. You know what I'm saying? I might swipe for 20 minutes, right? Mm. And then I'll come back tomorrow and I might have 15 more 15 new matches. And if all 15 of them have messaged me, I might not even see your message because your message is gonna be so far down. You see what mm. I'm saying? So sometimes you have to you gotta do something to stand out unfortunately on something like tinder or i don't know i don't i'm not as familiar with bumble so i don't know but something like tinder where people are just swiping 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 their life away sometimes the it's the it's the person that says the weird thing or is like so let me ask you a question about whatever whatever in your in your in this picture or in your bio yeah like because i'm gonna be honest even even on the flip side when i've messaged people i i don't think i've ever gotten a response off a hey or a hey how are you i've always the the people who really respond to me are the people that i'm like okay so you know i gotta ask because you said xyz in your bio like Mm -hmm. i gotta know what xyz means like or what this means or <coughs> or oh, that's really cool that you went there. Like, let's talk about that. Like, and that's part of that's another part of girls feeling like guys can't carry conversations. 
because it's like guys will hit you up and say hey how are you and that's the only effort they put into the conversation so now I'm sitting here you're conversation and I'm expecting you to carry the conversation you see where the it's like there's a whole disconnect because everybody's waiting on the other person so sometimes you just got to be aggressive and hey how are you may not necessarily be the type of energy that that girl is looking for some girls are looking for that's been my experience now I got one more question this is kind of to be funny so all right. So on average, if you're on Tinder, I would say let's let's just, let's use a week. How, well, how often are you on Tinder? Um, I go through phases. Right now, I don't get on much because my notifications are off. Okay. Excuse me. Um, so I've probably gotten on twice this. Well, that's not true. I've probably done like last week. I probably did once a day last week, but that was because there was a dude that I was actually talking to I hadn't actually swiped anybody but there's been other times where I get on maybe three times Mm. a day once in the morning once at lunch once before Mm. bed um so what were you gonna ask me how many well okay yeah so like how many matches on average that you get and how many of those dudes actually either a tell you they're just looking for they're just looking for some pussy or they just want to hook up um so in Atlanta they're most of the dudes will put in their bio. So you know before you even swipe them. What they're that they're just for. looking for a hookup? Yeah, they'll say only looking for fun or just trying to see where this takes us. Some some dudes will directly say, I'm looking for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of got to, you, you get used to the bios. You kind of got to know how to read them. But most of the time, most of the time people will say it directly. Uh-huh. Either... I'm looking for a wife. I'm looking for my, my spouse. Um, I'm just here for fun. Um, don't or some dudes are like, don't come on Tinder and act like you don't know what this app is for. You already know automatically he's looking yeah. for sex. There's women like that too. Yeah, yeah it um, is. Um, let me see. And then there's and then there's the people that are like, I'm just trying to catch a vibe. So with those kind of people, it can go either. Uh, way. Women. De- like, yeah, women down here, like, I'm looking for new travel buddies. I'm looking for... Oh, oh yeah, there's a lot. Oh, that's... That, yo, that's the new thing right now. Bruh. Everybody on Tinder is like, I'm looking for a travel buddy. I'm like... They got, they got 50 million plane emojis in their thing. They're like, yo, if you're not trying to travel, I don't know what the... La, la, la. I'm just like, look, Who like, I'm a homebody. I don't have travel... <laughs> I have travel money, but I'm, I'm not, not trying to travel, travel all the fucking time. Second of all, how are you going to travel with somebody that I don't know, man? Like, I'm not trying to like ridicule those who like have that. Like, if you have that kind of trust with people, hey, do your thing. I'm not finna go on no fucking road trip with someone I just met two days ago. Nah, these people talking about take catching for real. Like, nah. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. To me, catching flights like that's a boyfriend kind of thing. Like that's not we're not doing that for another. I'm gonna year, say it in the, I'm gonna say it in the <laughs> words. Of, I'm gonna say it in the words of Clint Coley and this woman named um, something underscore Cuddy. I can't remember what that shit called. You do not if someone flies you out, whether it's a girl flying a, a woman out, or a, a man flying a woman out, or in this case, in this day and age, man flying a man out, woman flying a woman out. If this if this is the case. You need to be prepared to fuck at least one time. Like flights ain't fucking. Che- I'm sorry, bro, but I gotta agree with them on that. Flights ain't fucking cheap, yeah. man. Well, no, that's flights fair. ain't fucking I, cheap. Well, I won't say it's fair, but I I see where you're. But I but I will say, but I will say, I will be honest with you. I did offer because I have this much of a crush on this girl. VIP, so I'm not gonna lie to you. She is not black. She is actually Filipino. But. Okay. I told her like, yo, like I will fly your ass out here, like you know, because me and her, me and her do talk like every every other week hey, or so. Like, Reggie, you wanted to for real? Like no, no. Well, you say what? <laughs> I said you wanted to cut you like that. Like you wanted you wanted the box. Like nah, that. I'm not. No, nah, I'm not trying. To, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to fuck, but like that's not that's not my like that's not that wasn't all. That yeah, I really am like trying to like put like. I remember. I think I remember you talking yeah. about it before. 
And yeah, like, I really like. Yeah. I really legitimately do like this girl. I, I've always had a big ass crush on her because we used to work together. So I always had a big ass crush That's on her. Cool. So yeah, I mean, obviously every relationship. Oh, yeah, I still remember yeah. her now. I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, let's be honest. Every relationship, or when you work towards a relationship, the ultimate prize is yes the pussy if you're a man or I don't think that's the okay maybe not the prize, ultimate prize but, but that is a goal that's a definite consolation yeah that's a goal <laughs> like, that's, that's a goal unless both of y'all are abstinent or something like that that's a tier yeah it's a level yeah. for sure yeah, right. I get that but I don't know these, I, I just feel like sometimes I feel, sometimes I wonder are these people really traveling this much or are you just putting on the tender because you're trying to attract you know yeah. like like when do you work if you travel this much unless you're traveling for work then that's a different thing but a lot of these people aren't that's what i'm saying i'm like where the hell y'all getting this money from like tell me what job you work. and i feel like the people who really do have money to travel like that are not on tinder yeah because they wouldn't put themselves out like that and it, it needs to be fine ass women too bro fine ass women that be putting themselves out there like that and i'd be like yo well, what is putting themselves out there? You mean just saying, hey, I want to yes. travel I'm looking for new well, travel that, buddies about... and this, that, and the other. I mean, they're not singling out a certain gender, but they're just saying they're looking for new travel buddies. I'm like... Well, that's a different conversation. We can have a different conversation about that. I'd be like, time. damn, bro. Like... <laughs> shit. Nah, but I kind of gave up. I'm back. I am back on it, but I'm not really on it like that anymore. I'm not on it like that. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Like, every now and then I'll swipe. But... Yeah. Tinder can be Tinder can be kind of overwhelming. Like once you have a certain amount of matches, you're just like, oh. For real, like, like that shit. That shit definitely jumped up when I moved to Orlando yeah. from Hilton Head. Yeah, it definitely jumped up. And then you're like, dang, do I have to? Re-? And you pressure yourself, like, do I have to respond to all these mm-hmm. people? Like, you know what I'm saying? So that, that's why I think the the answer to that overwhelmingness is to you don't have to don't pressure yourself to swipe so much at one time. If that makes any sense, yeah. like. Do like five minutes and then cut cut it off. Like cut that Pretty shit off. Much. Because you could miss them. I mean, you could miss a match just because you had too many matches on there. Yeah. So you might as well just cool out and you know swipe the match when you have when the other matches you have aren't working. Yeah, exactly. Oh snap, yo. What, bro? Please do not tell me. I just, I just realized. You know what? I'll look it up later. When you was gonna come down here, it wasn't gonna be this week, was it? It was gonna be this week. It, I would have gotten there this weekend, but then I would have been off. Like, Bruh. but then I would have stayed until like Tuesday or Wednesday. Dog, don't tell me I missed Boys and Men. Did you miss? No, bro. Please don't tell me I missed that. Y'all, I'm going y'all, y'all. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up later. I'll look it up later. This is it's out of my control now. But I can look it up now. I look it. I look up for my. Oh, okay, yeah, because I ain't got my, my my iPad charger right now. Um, just just I'm look for Epcot and look for like the American Pavilion, some shit. I think they come in next week. I'm pretty sure they come in next week. No, I think it's. I think it was the. B, don't don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> y'all man l- listen VIP y'all, y'all gotta know man like my love for boys to men music is <laughs> no I don't think I think they're there tomorrow tomorrow I think it's tomorrow yeah hold on yeah Tw- 2019 Epcot International Food and Wine yeah. Festival Eat to the Boot Concert Series 2019 it says from the 4th to the 6th okay alright so I still wait 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 wait. let me double check cause now I don't see the date at all I feel like you're holding your breath. Yeah, it says Monday okay. the fourth through Wednesday All right, the sixth. We good, we good, we good, we good, we good. Whew. I'll go I'll go see him <laughs> on Tuesday before I go to work. <laughs> oh Lord. Are they gonna be there every night or is it just if they, yeah, if it's from the fourth to the sixth, then yeah. Because some most like most bands there, they'll come in there for like two days, some will come for one day, some will come for three days. But boys to men, I'm not missing them, boy. I'm not missing them. This is my first this will be my first live like concert and like sitting down like I'm getting my ass up at the ass crack of dawn before Jesus, his disciples, and all of his archangels. You probably should go on the last night. Usually the last night is the best night. No, nah because I gotta work. I okay. might can give away my shift though but I don't know. We'll see. I still got I, mean, I still gotta work my other job but um, I work Disney that day so nah I can't uh, yeah yeah yeah. If I give away my shift I can still go. Okay. Alright. We good. 
Hanson. Hanson was there, apparently. Who? Hanson. Oh, where? Yeah, like the... That's the Umbop yeah, guys, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, they were there last week mm. or something. Yeah, the last yeah. time I've been to Elcott, it was like a couple of years ago. Well, it was like two years ago. Um, even though this is like a rock and roll band, Rascal Flats. But I just happened to hear like a song. I was like, that sounds like Rascal Flats playing. I'm like, I'm looking. I'm like, oh shit. My boy's right there. <laughs> I didn't even know cool. God did stuff like that until I found out a couple of years ago. Anyways. So, now we done talked about oh. well, what's what's up? One thing I hate, one thing I gotta say this. I gotta get mm. this out. One thing I hate on there is the dudes that go on Tinder and they they go in their bio and all they talk about is all the money. I make so much money and I do this and I do that. I'm a hustler. I do this. I do that. And I got my own house. I got two cars and I do this and I got this and I do this. And then right at the end of their bio, they be like, no gold diggers. Do what? Yeah. Oh, you, listen, your whole personality is made up of money. Are you telling me you don't want no gold? What What else do you think attract. you attract? You know what? If all you talk about is the money in your profile, like that's crazy. You know what that's you know what that sounds like to me. It sounds like a bad case of LDE. Lil there you go. I I'm agree. telling you, there's a lot of that. Lady, there, ladies, you. I will be the first to tell you. Just from here, like from like talking with some of my boys. I'm not saying my boys are like this, but like being around certain dudes, and I talk with a lot of women as well. Let's see if I'm wording this correctly. Uh, most men, when they brag about certain things it is not compensation but what's the word I'm looking for I don't know it's like compensation for something that they lack which is most likely LDE just over overcompensating there you go yeah just I don't know why you I don't know I be, I be trying to sound mad deep I'm just being myself y'all know I don't use big words I'm a simple dude I went to South Carolina public school you know you know I'm just kidding <laughs> I, I really no, I really need to start reading them, but these podcasts are actually expanding my vocabulary I'm like I'm so damn simple but you know listening to the like listening to these different podcasts and stuff it is really like changing my mind and how I look at life and how I really need to like go about life because I'm right now at a point right now where I need to start taking some risks and um I feel and I need to start making some damn moves because I'm in a big ass place with a lot of opportunity and I'm just working and paying bills and that's what not that's what life ain't about so mm-hmm. yeah so I need to I need to get away from that I need to start my own shit but that's a whole another that's a whole another topic you know and when I do that, that'll be in silence. You know something. You you Dang, you might have just inspired me to start a podcast. You sure, man. Use the, use the anchor app. <laughs> nah, but that's I will. I like this app. It's very easy. It's mad easy, bro. It's mad easy. It's mad easy. There's so much shit you can do on it. Um Spotify now owns them now, so. Yeah, oh, so wow. when they start you out, when they put your stuff out, they'll put it on Spotify. Obviously, it'll be on Anchor, and then eventually they'll spread it out to different other platforms like Apple and shit. So that's cool. I like it. I mm-hmm. like it. So, we got 18 minutes. We got 17 minutes to talk about this one thing that just happened to me. And this is going to be on another. This, just now? No, nah, this, this happened to me two days ago. Two, three days ago. Okay. Um, and this is going to be another. This is going to be a whole other episode. But we're going to talk about it because me and you, I know how we get down about these topics. So, yeah. I went to work. I came back from Disney. I was working like a nine, 10 hour shift. I'm tired. I'm mentally exhausted. Um, and y'all yeah, work overnight. So I work Disney during the day. I work Marriott at night. So mm-hmm. um, I go to work and um, I'm like mentally exhausted. I'm, I'm, I'm mentally mentally and physically exhausted. Like I'm, I'm just checked out, but I just need to eat something. Once I get walking, I'm good. So I'm listening to the briefing and trying to give like a rundown of what's going on. And I, and I have KFC in my hand. Normally, I will stop to like a Wendy's before I go to work. Wendy's is like five minutes from my job. So I'll stop to Wendy's and I'll just bring that shit to work with me and i eat it before I start doing my stuff. Mm-hmm. So Wendy's happened to be closed. So I go to KFC, which is next door. So bring the KFC to work. I'm sitting down, minding my own motherfucking business. Motherfucking business. I got Listening you. to the briefing. And one of my coworkers, who is white, happens to say, Reggie, I love you. 
but you are a walking stereotype. I'm sorry. Oh, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. You heard me correctly. So let me tell you how wrong they are. Oh, mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not, I'm not done. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Yeah, he he fixed his mouth. Now, mind you, he has said some slick shit. And this is a this is a black. No, no, he's, no, no, he's or... Oh, he's white. oh, he's white. Hands thrown. Nah, but you know me. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, yeah. No, I know you. I get. Yeah, nah, I know, I'm not the I one know. to react with fists. I, I react usually by silence and I'll just take that in and I observe you and I really really try to like see into your fucking soul before I actually make my damn move so I'm like I'm like a fucking sniper like I'm just that I'm waiting me yeah up. but no but there's a, there's a couple other things he said before, to me before then that led up to that that I was mm-hmm. like alright we gonna cap it right here and I'm gonna let this hit cook I'm gonna let this shit marinate Excuse me, and this just just going to explode in front yep, of every you know in, front of, in front of everybody. <laughs> now, obviously, I could be petty and go to HR, but I don't really like to bring HR and stuff like this unless it's mm-hmm. you know some real, real, real serious. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing: I was upset about that, but here's the thing: I was more upset about. I'm more upset about the manager on duty who is um, within the department. And I'm not speaking bad on the dude; is a great guy. Like, you know, he's never given me any kind of ill will or anything like that. And he's also young, but he went to an HBCU. So I know he's woke, he's mad, intelligent and everything. He didn't say anything. Nothing. So that made me a little bit more upset than the dude actually. He might have been waiting for you to say I understand. Yeah, I, I, I thought of that as well. But when you're in that position, but when you're in a position of power, here's how I look at it, because I've been in a position of power for a couple times. I will go to bat for my for whoever it is that I oversee, no matter who it is, whoever it is that's coming for them. And I'll take the brunt of it. Now, I I don't know if this is his first go around at it, as far as being in a position of power where he's overseeing other employees. But I'm gonna have a discussion with him. Um, this episode probably won't get posted until after I have the discussion with him. Um, but I'm going to have a discussion with him off record, like away from everybody, and just incur like I'm going to use it as a teaching moment. Like, hey, look, just let him know. Like, hey, I was upset by, I was a little bit more upset by what you. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was upset by what he said, but I'm a little bit more upset that you didn't step in. I'm not saying you got to defend me. I can defend my own, I can I can fight my own battles, but I do it in a different way. But with you being in the position of power that you are, and that he was ballsy enough to say that in front of right. one one Puerto Rican, yeah, one Puerto Rican and one black man, and technically he's the minority because the majority of our team is Puerto Rican and black. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, I wanted to think about that, and I wanted to be mindful of that in his future endeavors as he moves up in the world, whether he's in business for himself or he's working with companies or seeing people, your associates mm-hmm. or who or your employees will look at you. If they see that they will not go to bat for you, they're not gonna uh, look if they if they see that you are not willing to go to bat for them, they're not gonna go to bat for you. Facts. I learned this from uh, my mentor Paul. Paul always got in there like when I was working at USCB, Paul always got in there with us. You know, he directed you know he delegated but he would get in uh, he would get in there with us when he needed to and that's how i learned to manage people and housekeeping taught me a lot of a lot about how to manage people too so you know i defended everybody i mean granted we only had maybe like two white housekeepers in my year being <laughs> being in housekeeping <laughs> but right. you know i go to bat for them just like i go to bat for any houseman, uh, any houseman, or any housekeeper that's black or Hispanic or whatever, yeah. But you got to go to bat for your employees, man. Like you know, again, there was some slick shit that he said before then, but that right there, but that boldness and just like didn't even think twice about it. I was like, oh, boy, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know you were still. Oh, I'm still. Oh yeah, I'm still stewing about that shit. I'm still stewing about it. He was he was at work this morning too. But I'm like, no, this needs to be done in front of everybody, just like how he 
basically tried to humiliate me, which I didn't really feel ashamed that I didn't say anything. Cause again, this is how, that's how I handle certain situations. But the thing mm-hmm. is, and I learned this about myself, this, 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 it just, it, excuse me, it, it just clicked with me a couple of um, it just clicked with me yesterday. When mm-hmm. something like that directly happens, I'm not used to experiencing that face to face, but when something of that severity happens to me directly, it takes, it takes about a, it takes a few minutes. It takes some time for it to like really for it sink to in. Here. Like, yeah, did he really just say that? Like, let me like think on this real quick. Like the let and you know, I really started thinking, and it brought me into this dark space that has been like harboring inside of me for when did I graduate high school in 2010, 29. So yeah, it's been it's been stewing for the past 10 or 11 years now. Um, mm-hmm. When I had a teammate of mine piss on my clothes during basketball camp. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. What? Oh, I didn't tell you that story. No. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. A dumb teammate pissed on my clothes, and I didn't know who it was at that time. But that night, I was ready. To, I was ready to kill a motherfucker, and not think, and not yeah. think twice about it. But it took about it took about two hours for it to like fully register with me. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it was like, what the fuck did I do to deserve that? I don't fuck with any. I, I don't fuck with anybody. But you know what? I had it better than a lot of my teammates. Not necessarily, not necessarily talking about material wise, but I came from a good home. I came from a better home than most of my teammates did, probably. Right. And they probably were just jealous of that shit. Now, obviously, I would not be able to acknowledge that back then, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. But that did bring me back to a dark. That did bring me back to like a dark space. Like, I could be very angry right now and be the walking stereotype that you may think or you perceive. Or that I, yeah. <laughs> right, like, or you must want to see, you want to, you must want to meet the same. Exactly. Or, like, or forgive me, but VIP, you must want to see the the nigga in me. You want to see <laughs> the something nigga that that's in me. Like I done been through some shit now. I done took a whole lot of shit from people, and that shit has just been stewing in my brain <laughs> for ten <laughs> or eleven years. And it definitely does not need to be unleashed on a white man. It don't. I will be honest. It don't need to be unleashed on anybody, but especially not a white man. Because this racist shit, this racism shit, this shit is dead. This shit is dead to me. This is why I make fun of it. Now, I'll admit, yeah, I do make racist. What you mean it's dead I'm not saying you? it's dead to me like it don't exist, but it's so stupid. And I know, I understand that it's taught. I understand that it's taught. It's not, you're not born with that shit. It is taught. You, I mean, you're surrounded by it. You may eventually take a take adaption to it. Rather, it just depends on how you perceive it. Mm-hmm. But for you to say that shit in the workplace amongst other people of color, like, okay, right? Like you don't have to see me every day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's people are so weird. Yeah, I was like, that's that fucking entitlement, bro. <laughs> that's that that's that fucking entitlement. Facts. Yeah, I mean, that's that fucking entitlement. But you know, but you know, it's it is what it is. But uh, I've already pretty much made up in my mind what's going to happen and, you know there's going to be nothing physical at least I don't anticipate it to be um, it's not going to be physical. no no, no I, I say I don't anticipate it to be but you know my point's going to be heard but um, at this point he is dead to me Ooh, all that yeah he's, he's dead to me like there's nothing you can do because I've learned it um, I learned on this I learned um, from uh, that dead ass podcast DeVal doesn't like apologies because apologies don't mean anything if your behavior doesn't change. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. But at this point, he's at a place right now with within as far as like how I view him, it ain't no going back. There ain't nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. Not a damn thing you can do. Well. So. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't say much, though. <laughs> no, I'm talking about force. It's a force gun. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I was saying that. I, I never say, I never seen force gun. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, yo. I'm going to do... Uh, There's a lot of movies. I'm gonna, we, yeah. Um, I'm going to do a podcast on the, on the movies that I have not seen, specifically uh, notable black movies. You can totally call me for that. <laughs> 
I've probably seen them all. Yo, man, like I'll, I'll even give you all a few. Like I have not seen uh, Boys in the Hood. I have not seen, and I and I will not see this. Uh, what's that shit with Eddie Murphy coming to America? Why will you not watch? I watched the first five minutes of it, bro, and I just was not pulled into it at all. A movie has to. Reggie, pull. it's not even funny in the first five minutes. If it don't, like, if it don't get, it doesn't really get funny until he gets to America. Listen though, if it don't pull my attention in five minutes, it's Reggie, not you are missing work. out on a good movie. Oh my god. Maybe my future, maybe my future girlfriend, whoever she is, if she's woke about black movies, whether she's black or another race or whatever. If she loves coming to America, if she can convince me to do it, okay, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. That's the only way. That's the only way I watch it. I'm not going to sit there and like, you know, waste two hours of my life watching coming to America by myself. It's not. I'm, I don't even think that movie is two hours. I just think most movies are on average. No, I think on average most movies are like hour thirty. Um, that's two hours. An hour thirty minutes is not two hours. It's an hour and thirty. Oh minutes. shit! I'm sorry. I'm thinking about. <laughs> You drinking? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh man, this, I bet you just took another sip. Too. I damn sure did. I damn sure did. Uh, sipping on um, Canadian Club, Canadian Club and Coke. I was drinking an old fashioned earlier. It's my day off, so. Yeah. I feel Whatever. I'm gonna put in. I'm put in some damn work. That uh, this week. I think I did like 82 hours this week. No. Wow. No, not quite. Not quite. Not quite 82. The Walmart hours. For real. <laughs> I'll put in them hours if it's just one job and I get paid for the overtime, but shit. Mm-hmm. Nah, it is what it is, but all right. Well, we're coming up to the 56 minutes and stuff. Um, we're already over. Yeah, man. That's how, that's how, that's the, that's, that's the good, that's the beauty of a good podcast when you got a good, or you got somebody on there who you can actually conversate with intelligently. But me, you, but me, you got some years in. What is going on? What yeah. is going on? Like nine years now, eight, nine. Um, I think we met in 2011 or 2010. Yeah, so we're coming up on nine years. Yeah. I think. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. V is like family. V is about to experience a McGee cousins cruise <laughs> trip. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I have not stopped talking about this. <laughs> this shit. At all. This shit is about. Oh, excuse me. This is a good. This... Which reminds me, I gotta send, send your cousin the money. Yeah. I forgot to do it. Nah, man. It's, that shit's gonna be lit, man. You're gonna, you gonna be laughing your ass off. It's gonna be funny. It's, I'm really we're ready. We're gonna be roasting each other left and right. It's gonna be. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I promise. <laughs> oh, I'm not worried about it being funny. I'm at telling all. you. Like, I'm not. Uh, it's gonna be good but y'all VIP so this brings us to the end of the podcast um B you got anything else you want to say beforehand we got two minutes so TikTok motherfucker nah I hope you I hope you call me back I love doing this this was a lot of fun um maybe next time we can stay on topic cause I know we got a little bit off topic you know no har- har- hardly any of my podcasts ever like stayed on topic yeah I was gonna say that's that is kind of true yeah uh, but it is, it is what it is. It's my podcast. It's my podcast, damn it. But it is for the people. But it is about the people. It's about the VIP that's out there that comes to the club and you know comes sees us and stuff. You know, it's all good. Yeah. I am feeling myself right now. So <laughs> I see. <laughs> I'm just chilling. I'm just glad I have a day off today. I'm tired. So all right. Glad you have a day off. For real. For real. Well, B, it's been fun. I will fun. hopefully see you hopefully by the end of this year. Yeah, you'll see me by the end of this year. We'll see what happens. But VI peeps, thank you for listening in. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Club BPC NWT podcast. As you know, if you're listening to it on Apple, please rate and share the podcast. I don't care if you give me one, two, three, four, or five stars. Any kind of feedback helps. Um, word of mouth tell your baby mamas tell your baby daddies your pastors your rabbis I, I, you know tell everybody tell every single person about it I don't care <laughs> oh tell your best friend I said hey also by the way my, my best yeah. friend yeah okay sure. I'm, sure, I'm sure you know who I'm talking about 
Yeah, either Kelsey or Sierra, but both of them know who you are. So oh, yeah, it could be both of them. I'm talking about. I'm, okay. I'm talking about Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm texting her right oh, now. Okay, that's what's up. All right. Hey, Kelsey. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, man. All right, VIPs. Y'all Bye. take care. Bye.